Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself well Just like a bruised head that runs so deep I spent my life just being asleep It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good morning. This is Sunday Mornings with Enlightenism, and I am your co-host, Enlightenist teacher, and Consciousness Practitioner, Carolyn Kelly. And I thank you for listening, and I welcome you to our Sunday morning Enlightenism broadcast service. Enlightenism is healing. It's the way out of pain, anger, lack, limitation, and struggle. Enlightenism is the way home to a new way to think and live. Enlightenism is a new spiritual awareness. This morning I greet you on the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live. So we'll begin with an Enlightenism insightful meditation. So I ask that you close your eyes softly and breathe in and out through your nose in a slow, gentle, and calming manner as you listen to the Enlightenism Insightful Meditation. 
I awake each morning in the awareness that the power of the unconditioned consciousness of being resides in each moment of my thinking, in each moment of my being, and in each moment of my doing. It is in this power of being that I recognize my life on the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live. In this beingness of a new way to think and live, I acknowledge that I have within me the power to heal my life and the power to change my life. In this far-reaching power, I know that I am self-reliant. I know that I was born whole, perfect, and complete, faceless, formless, and colorless and have everything that I will ever need for the journey. On the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live, I understand that all my activities lead back to my beliefs and values. And it is from this reference that I clearly understand my awareness of being. On the Enlightenism path, my power leads me out of lack, limitation, and struggle. Each moment on this path I embrace the far-reaching values of a new way to think and live. On the Enlightenism path, I embrace and understand the freedom of being. Every moment, I acknowledge my existence and my awareness of being on the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live. My life and activity respond from this beingness. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. On this path, I come to know that I am greater than the I that I created. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. And now as you take 
a deep breath and release it very slowly. I invite you to consciously move your attention back to the broadcast. I want to remind you that this broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes. Listen Notes, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, and Google. By typing or speaking into your device, Malcolm Kelly, Blog Talk Radio. I recommend uh, reading Brother Malcolm's latest blog, which is Opportunities. Uh, The blog is Opportunities. Before I introduce Brother Malcolm, I just want to share this insight that I stand in and really speak about it before Brother Malcolm comes to speak because I think it is so opening, which is what the book Enlightenism does. And if you don't have a copy of Brother Malcolm's book Enlightenism, I invite you to purchase it because it is so very cleansing. When we open ourselves up to a new way to think and live, we have more space for our divine purpose and for living because we're not allowing the fragmentations of lack, limitation, and struggle to guide us. We have a deeper power within us, the power of enlightenism that comes forth and guides you in all of your experiences. And the page that I love so much from the book Enlightenism is page 74, paragraph 3, which states in part, and I quote, to develop your mind to express great power, you must first repair the estranged relationship between your illusion-ridden mind and your free-thinking mind. Anyone who has become victimized by the illusions feels powerless to think of himself or herself as being greater than the illusions. The illusions of lack, limitation, and struggle are very powerful when they interfere with your actions to change the way you think and live. End of quote. I suggest when you buy the book that you earmark that page as reference because there are those times when Our illusion-ridden mind, the mind that we've used for so long, comes in and takes over. But what I know about Enlightenism, if you are practicing the beingness, you will always come back to that space that you want to clear for more healing. 
And so I know that in every moment of my life and in every experience of my life, that there is always room for healing. There is always room for the greater I. And that is what I do in my journey of living in each and every moment of my life. I am thankful that I am on the path of a new way to think and live. I am thankful that I use Enlightenism, and Enlightenism is a part of my mindfulness, no matter what happens in my life. I know that I am on the path of a new way to think and live. And as you listen to this station, there are so many tools that Brother Malcolm and I offer because we understand it's not talking about something. It's not talking about what can happen. It's understanding that everything happens within us. And if there is a mess within us, we have the power within to clear and clean it up. So I understand, and we understand that through this broadcast, as I open with the meditation, there is so much that gives us life and energy, and this broadcast is one of them. And now I give you the Enlightenism prophet and creator of a new system of thought for those seeking a new way to think and live, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. Excellent. That's all I, you know, I'm at a loss of words because I uh, I went into a form of meditation to uh, accompany your meditation. It brought me a feeling of peace and focus just listening to you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, very Thank well you. done. Very well done. It's a great, great meditation. And when I say this, Thank folks, you. I'm not just saying it. I think you have to feel, have feelings about your own life in order to feel the meditation, to take some time to feel yourself. Yes. And, and that's what, what happened about. today. Yeah. Oh. I'm glad that's, that's what happened. So that's great. <laughs> Keep on the path, sister. Stay on the path. I know, I know you will. <laughs> there is, <laughs> there is no other path for me. There is no other path that will welcome you. <laughs> you got off of the toxicity path. You chose Absolutely. Path. But you can't go back to the toxicity path because you're welcome. No, <laughs> right. There is no comfort there. <laughs> That's correct. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. You just listened to Sister Carolyn. Get us going. Some great, great insight and meditation. For those of you who are tuning in to the broadcast, I'm Brother Malcolm, the Powers of the Mind Author. Enlightenism. You just listened to Sister Carolyn. She's an Enlightenism practitioner and teacher that shares insights on the path and the work that she's doing on the path to encourage you to get on the path, the inward journey. 
spiritual realism is what I'm dealing with today. I'm sharing insights on spiritual realism. To ask you the question, who are you aware of being? And how are you using your spiritual beliefs to change your life? What are you creating in your own life? How are you removing or fixing the mess in your own life? How would someone, you know, I ask this question sometimes, how do you think someone remember you in life? How would you remember yourself? What are the inner thoughts you have about the belief system that you're using? Spiritual realism is to go beyond what I call spiritual dualism, where you want to connect spirituality and secularism into your life so that it has a practical meaning. In other words, are you consistent with your spiritual beliefs as you are with your secular beliefs. Secular beliefs would be all of this stuff about politics, money, jobs, and so forth and so on. Spiritual would be the cleansing of the mind so that you could get at peace with the greater power within. And part of this understanding is is dealing with the four the four principles in Lightenism. First, I acknowledge that I am responsible for the care and conditions in my life. I acknowledge that my beliefs and values created the conditions in my life. I acknowledge that I have the power to change my beliefs and values. I acknowledge that for me to change my beliefs and values, I must first be willing to enter into self-discovery. Are you willing to enter into self-discovery? Self-discovery is not just a word. I want to ask all of you today, can God exist without faith? Can God exist without your faith? How do you, in self-discovery, how do you discover God for yourself? How do you discover God without someone else's interpretation? How does a slave discover God without anyone telling the slave about God? A slave could have faith in a number of different things, but not have faith in the God that the world believes in, the one that we have created an understanding about. And we believe that we have free will. But free will is just normal understanding because free will without a free mind is victimization. You can have the illusion of free will, but if your mind is not free, then you don't have free will. You are not free to discover the inner workings of your own mind. You are depending upon someone else's interpretations for you to live by. We buy into all of these notions because we cannot answer the question, have you really discovered God for yourself? If so, how did this discovery take place? Were you on power or did you hear about God on the outside? Well, I heard about God from other people. So I'll just get right straight to the point. Heard about God from my mother. Then all of the other people around me, I heard about God. But I didn't know anything about God for myself. So I just listened to what other people told me. And then I became a an adherent to that belief system. But now it's a different story. When you are living your own life and you have all of these different situations in your life, you say, well, where is God? Where is God in my life? Well, then we start talking about God being in our lives. People tell the stories that they were out you know, at one time in the folklore, 
and the sun was shining and the person was out in the field doing something and the light, bright light shone, shone down brightly on their face. He said, this is the Lord talking to them. You've heard the story of little Richard the singer. He was driving, he saw the light and it was a comet flying in the sky and he thought it was God sending him a message to stop singing. So we have these interpretations about God. Where is and I remember very vividly this this information that I received from a professor well renowned for this professor in philosophy. And it kind of shook me, it shook my belief system to the point that of what he was really saying at that moment. That nothing ever repeats itself. No second minute. Once it expressed itself, it's gone. No matter how you try to replicate it, you cannot. You cannot replicate yesterday, even with a memory, because you leave out certain things. So each second is where we live, and it disappears. That can never be connected again, can never be expressed again. And he was introducing me to the concept that God. And it was the question that he posed to us, can God exist without humans? Does it change God's existence if humans are not alive? And is God's behavior predicated upon his creation, which is us? Is there some type of fulfillment or sadness that God gets about how we're living? And I had never heard anything about God being discussed in this way. The only thing I'd heard about God was what was in the Bible. took me a while to let go of some of my beliefs to see if I could comprehend it. Just trying to comprehend it. So I'm asking you today, what do you think of God? Well, how would you define the God and how did you discover God? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And what relevance does God have to you when you are taking abuse on, say, a job? If someone tells you, this is what I want you to do, but you don't want to do it. But then you make concessions and compromises because you want to feed your family, want to feed yourself. So you're willing to compromise your faith in order to survive or in order to have a life that you desire to have. So where is God? Well, people say this is free will. You're free to do whatever you want to do. No, you're not. Because you don't know free will until you discover it for yourself. You're not free to do anything else if you don't know of anything else. If I don't know what the professor is talking about, then I'm not free to use the information. I can't use the information because I've never heard of it. So it's non-existent. So if you're living in a world and you shut your your mind off all things outside, all things inside, 
then you're working with information that you have received from somebody else. How do you break free of it? That's what the broadcast is about. Sister was talking about. It's being on the path of enlightenment. It's on the path of enlightenment. You're constantly letting go. People, places, and things. All the time. And then you will reach a point where they will be gone. There will be no field, no connection, except that of understanding. Understanding that each individual can do what you just do. Is it impacting God? I think not. But I think I'm in a minority with that viewpoint. Because I think the world believes that God is sad. God is upset with the way that we're acting. All the things we're doing. And that's this is what people have told me is what I hear people talking about on television all the time. I hear people coming on to the commercial said, if you just turn your life over to Jesus and ask Jesus to take care of you, everything will be all right. And that's not true. Because you have to do something yourself. You have to understand God for yourself. And you have to understand God at the deeper level other than the faith level because the faith level is based upon a belief system that came from somebody else. The relationship with God has to be understanding, I would believe. And I can understand what the professor was saying. There has to be a causal connection between God and me. And it has to be one between you and God. There has to be some relationship, some causal relationship. And if I am moved so far away from God, the power, then I am functioning in the secularism that I have been taught. I'm not dealing with spirituality. And And this is where the confusion comes in. You're not living with spiritual beliefs. You're living with secular beliefs, but you believe they are spiritual. You believe the spirituality is connecting you to the secular and that you're living a virtuous, righteous life because you're running a corporation or you're dropping a bomb on somebody or you're doing something in life that you think has value. And you have to ask yourself, do you really know God? Oh, you heard of God. See, I had heard about God. And I heard about it, as I said, from different sources. But I never thought about it from a mindset, a mindset that the else for me to think about so that I can see where my faith is, is rooted. What is my faith rooted in? What is the foundation of my faith? The foundation of my faith at the time was what others had told me about God, not what I had discovered for myself, because I had not discovered anything for myself, except how to be a victor in the presence of God, that I was always needing for something. But I had not understood that there could not, I could not be a victim and be unified with God at the same time. You see, I I cannot be a victim and free at the same time. But the mind, the victimized mind, produces victimized beliefs. Whether we want to accept it or not, you cannot express something that you're unaware of 
that you have knowledge of or you have understanding of. I had no understanding of how things disappeared in time. I wanted to recapture the past. Did it with a lot of memories. Whoa, I can remember back in the day. And you get all these people talking about back in the day. And you want things to be a certain way. Well, it's gone. Everything and everybody is gone. All of the moments, everything are gone. What is left is the present moment and you. You are left with your beliefs. You are left with your awareness of it. And you have to ask yourself, what are you creating every day with your awareness of it? What are you doing? And where is God in all of this? You know, I have to chuckle sometimes. The people at this meeting, I happen I'm in California, Northern California, where it's really raining, folks. So it is true what you see on the news. It's been raining. I was joking the other day, so it's going to rain 40 days and 40 nights. But it's been raining almost that time. It seems like it. So I would have the, the, the opportunity to watch this, this, this program on television where they were electing a, a speaker of the House of Representatives. And the people were talking about how it was, and this is the way freedom looked, and so forth and so forth. And then the people out in the audiences and watching television didn't want to watch anything like that. They wanted to be a smooth transition, I imagine. And then you realize that when you start engaging in change of any sort, it's shocking. Because our mindset, we believe change is uh, effortless. I won't say effortless. Change is something that does not disrupt your life too much. So you don't want too much disruption in your life. And if you embrace God and without this faith that you've been using, then there's disruption in your life. See, then you get into understanding the choices you have. Now you, 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 you discern God for yourself, and you're understanding that the greater power within you is unconditioned consciousness, colorless, faceless, and formless. You have to let go of all the hate, all the victimization, and so forth. And now you're placed in a situation in the world where you have to stand in those beliefs and understand who you are, and you're not going to compromise. You're not going to compromise your beliefs. But all of your life, you've been told how to live in a society, you must compromise your beliefs. And you've always believed that it was secular belief. But no, you're compromising your spiritual beliefs. You're compromising what you believe about God. What you believe about the God that you may not have discovered for yourself. Because if you discovered God for yourself, you wouldn't be in that crazy mess that we saw on television. And that you, we don't see every day. But it happens every day. Type of behavior. You just happen to see it. But it happens every day. It happens in our lives. It happens every day in our lives because we have not clearly defined who we are spiritually, who we are without the distortions. And I say that you are better than the beliefs that you have been using and that the spiritual realism is you have to deal with God for yourself. The four principles, the last one was I acknowledge for me to change 
my beliefs and values change my life, I must first be willing to enter into self-discovery, meaning into your mind. And there is a mess in your mind that have been created with all of the messy stuff that we've been we bought to it, and you see it sometimes expressed on television and in our lives because we don't want to, we don't want this mess in our lives. So ask yourself today: Are you and God one? I've heard people say they talk to God. I've heard this statement many times that I had a personal relationship with God. And the person that said it to me, or the statements I heard from the people, they were all in a lot of pain, a lot of pain and sorrow. And so I used to think that God dwelled in pain and sorrow. God only dealt with the people that were victims. They were in pain and sorrow, and God was just sitting above us waiting to help all the people to free us from our pain, our slavery, our victimization, hatred, racism, all of the things. That's what I thought God was, that he was there for those things. So people would pray like those people that we saw on television. Those people prayed to God before they began the debacle. Every day they pray to God before they start Congress. They pray, ask God to guide them. And then there is this belief that God is guiding them. They actually believe, I imagine, that God has to come and bless and sanction dysfunction. And that's what I learned as a child. But I am no longer a child, so I understand that the dysfunction comes from a belief system. It's not spiritual, it's secular. They're not doing anything spiritual. And I am working on the path of spiritual transformation and transcendence. That's what Sister Carolyn was talking about. This is the path that you travel on in the mind. Then you discover this great power for yourself. And then you're able to make choices. These choices become challenging, difficult choices for those with the toxic mindset. You don't want to let things go. You don't want to let ideas go, beliefs go. You want to hold on to things and then pretend that you're spiritual. It's a pretend. It's a lack of awareness. It's a lack of understanding yourself and your relationship with the greater power. Your relationship is primarily secular. The the existence of the spiritual, unconditioned conscious God that I am talking about does not exist in the manner and form that you want God to exist when you are participating in mess. And you want God to be there to sanction the mess. God's not sanctioning slavery. No matter how many times you want to pray, no matter how many times you want to do terrible things that you believe are terrible that you are doing to another person, you want to find a rationale for God to be involved in your behavior. Because you said God gave you free will. 
but you didn't use it. You say, when I say properly, you didn't use it to heal yourself of the pain that you caused yourself. You used the free will, if you're anything like I was, to, to create more pain in my life. I created more pain in my life. So when you get to spiritual realism, as the comedian said, the comedian said, keeping it real, doing thirty to life. I think it was Dave Chappelle or somebody. Keeping it real, doing thirty to life. You're keeping it real, having a lifetime of pain and suffering. And this philosophy say to you another way to think about God and the greater power. There is another way to dehumanize your understanding of our God. God is not human. You are. You're human. Well, more. God is not. God is unconditioned consciousness, whole, perfect, and complete, colorless, faceless, and formless. Now, you are here on this planet living your life according to secularism, not spirituality, not spiritual realism. You're dealing with life the way that it's been presented to you. And you and you believe faith just because you say you have faith in God, that that means it's true. Then when the test becomes, where are you standing? Where are you standing in your faith in God when all of the things around you are falling apart, including you? And your solution is turn your life over to God and Jesus and everything will be all right. No, it will not because you have a responsibility to your own life. You have a responsibility to knock at the door that conceals God from you. That's the door within your mind that you have closed off and moved so far away from God that you cannot get find your way back to the the consciousness that you were born with. And when you understand that things happen in this world and they pass in time. And they realized that at a certain point in time, as my uncle told me at one point, he was an older man, he told me. And he said, Mike, I'll tell you something. If you live long enough, everybody you know will be dead. Everything will be gone. That means all of the memories, all of the connections, all of the things, because we want to be, keep Things that are familiar to us in our lives. So people cry, said somebody died, and you said, oh, I miss the person so much, but you didn't spend any time with the person, or you just didn't love the person when the person was alive. Because it's more uh, popular to miss somebody when they're dead. Put on all of these charades and these shows. And all of that stuff needs to go. If you if you want to get into self-discovery and discover God for yourself, you will find out there are no fields 
there are no funerals in enlightenment, and there are no funerals in God's consciousness. There is just the moving, the passing of one energy into another form. None of that exists. There is none of the things that we have created. There is no marriage. There is no concept of family the way that we understand it here. Family, marriage, all of these things are creations of the human mind. They're not sanctioned by God. We want them to be. These are things that we create, and they cause pain when the marriages fall apart. Because we have a belief system that says we are supposed to be together until death do us part. Who, who said that? God didn't. Just God not did the concept of marriages. Humans do. It's something we use. Spiritual realism is being on the path of enlightenment so that you can deal with self-discovery, and in self-discovery you will discover God for yourself. I acknowledge that for me to change my face and values, I must first be willing to enter into self-discovery, and self-discovery in the inner mind power is where you find God. I'm Brother Malcolm. I say to you, realism is different from from secularism. You have to discover God for yourself. And if, if someone is telling you about God, then you have to ask them how did they discover God for themselves. Ask them who is God without their faith in God. Does God have an existence without our faith in God? And the answer is yes. God's existence is not predicated upon our behavior. We are one of an infinite number of life forms in this universe. Not the only one. Think about it. your own spiritualism. Understand free will without free mind is a victim. Free will without a free mind is victimization and powerlessness. Claim the great power within. I'm Brother Malcolm. I'll see you back on the radio tomorrow, 12 p.m. Pacific Center Time. Check out another exciting broadcast on how to fix the mess in your life. I'm Brother Malcolm. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Sister for that wonderful insight. Here's Brother Cole. Take us out of here with enlightenment. Sometimes you thought will come and go try to clear your mind but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised i never learned to know and I was afraid Right now I need to heal myself Well, just like a brute That runs so deep I spent my life Just being asleep It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic, it takes enlightenment to know.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 